Welcome to Zestful Aging, where I interview inspiring, fascinating women who are navigating aging with class and sass. I'm your host, Nicole Christina. Hey everyone, I am so grateful for all of the downloads, and I'd love a rating on iTunes and a comment. And please subscribe. It helps the show's rating so other people can find it and learn how to age well. And if you are loving the podcast, why not check out the companion online course, Zestful Aging, Simple and Sustainable Habits for Health and Longevity. You can access it through my website, NicoleChristina.com forward slash Zestful Aging. It's based on the Harvard Study of Adult Development, and I'm really proud of how it's turned out. Well, I've got my coffee in my hand and my trusty dog Sparky beside me, so let's begin. Today we have Barbara Hannah Grufferman, who is a blogger, columnist, and host of The Best of Everything video series on the AARP YouTube channel. She's a frequent guest on the Today Show, Good Morning America, and Dr. Oz, and other national television. And she just published a brand new book called Love Your Age, The Small Step Solution to a Better, Longer, Happier Life, which she just told me has sold out on Amazon. So congratulations and welcome, Barbara. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yes, it sold out on Amazon the first week at launch, which was uh, the beginning of February, which means to me that there are a lot of women out there because the book is geared to women 45 and over who really need or want the information that I have in the book. It's all science-backed tips on how to live, as you said in your intro, a, a better, longer, happier life. And uh, and what do I really mean by that? Well, my overall message, and I believe it is yours too, Nicole, is that um, it's not so much about lengthening our lives, really. That's not really my message, although that would be a lovely bonus mm -hmm. <laughs> if one were to follow all of my recommendations. But it's so that you age successfully. And that's really my goal. It's my personal goal. And it's also the goal I have for many other women. And what do I mean by that? Well, it means so you can expand and lengthen your health span, which means that you don't succumb to disease and other illnesses as you get older by taking some really very simple steps and following, you know, what I view as the three main pillars, and there, there are more, of course, but the three main pillars of good health and overall wellness, and that's what you eat, how and how often you move your body, and, uh, and sleep. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is really interesting because I'm right in the throes of... Um, uh, National Sleep Foundation Sleep Awareness Week, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, people take sleep for granted, and uh, but I've definitely positioned it as one of the key pillars, like I said, of overall health and well-being. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's interesting, you know, as a society that we'd have to have sort of a a s focus on sleep. Hey, everyone, you need to be sleeping. It really does say a lot about where our values are mm -hmm. at this moment in time. Mm -hmm. 
all true. And uh, but I do see uh, it's not quite a sea change, but I do see us heading in the right direction. And I, I think that in many ways, from what I see on social media and in articles, uh, I feel like millennials, believe it or not, are really in a lot of ways pushing us in the direction of embracing a more balanced life. And you know, sleep is a really big part of that. Um, I feel like baby boomers were the leaders in, I only need four hours of sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> a night. Mm-hmm. And I'm an A-type personality and I'm going to be on call 24-7. I think there's a lot of that still in our DNA. And, um, and I think that it's hurting us a bit now as we're getting older. Now, I'm, I'm a big believer in pushing yourself. I'm a big believer in really not slowing down. In fact, I just wrote an article recently about how I think you need to kind of push yourself a little bit more um, as we get older and, and to reap the maximum benefits. Like I'm, I'm thinking specifically about exercise and while mm-hmm. walking is the ideal exercise for anybody and certainly people over 45 over 50 but if you could push yourself a little bit and maybe do some running in there while you're doing the walk all the better mm-hmm. so it's like these little jolts to your body that you can do which really reap the maximum benefits and um, you know I'm a big I'm a big believer in small steps to get started but then I also believe once you're you have started that you can push yourself a little bit more but Mm -hmm. that does not Mm -hmm. mean you know you push yourself to run 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 constantly and not sleep and not rest and not meditate not have social interaction Mm -hmm. by the way social scientists know and again it's science-backed that having a strong social network is one mm-hmm. of the key components of successful aging. Yes, mm-hmm. it's what you eat and, and not eat. It's, it's uh, how often you move your body, hopefully all day long. You know, you're doing something uh, to move your body. And, but it's, and sleep, of course, we mentioned. But it's also really engaging with people, engaging with life, staying connected, and Women, luckily, lucky for us, Nicole, we do have um, a kind of a, I think it's a little bit easier for us historically to maintain and sustain these relationships through life than it is for men. Mm -hmm. So, which is, again, social scientists believe one of the reasons why women do live longer than men. Mm-hmm. How interesting. We can't get away from the fact we're mammals, too, you know, that mammals are meant to be in the herd, not wandering alone on the, you know, on the plains uh, uh, outside of the herd, because then, uh, you know, in evolutionary times, that's mm-hmm. a dangerous place to be. Yeah. So the idea of having your tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's really interesting. And your tribe doesn't have to be big. It yeah. can be, it can be, it just has to be, uh, I think is your point. It just, you just have to have one, Yeah, whatever uh, the size is. Yeah. And um, because one of the most important things I always like to point out to people and remind them uh, if they haven't already experienced it is that life is a series of changes. We change, our bodies change, and I embrace that continuously. I always reassess 
my body? How do I feel? How's my weight? How's my waistline? How's my, you know, how do I look? How's my skin color? You know, it's a reassessment that I do periodically and sometimes in conjunction or in partnership with my doctor when I have my annual physical, like how, you know, give me all these health checks. How am I doing? Uh-huh. And, uh, and then you make adjustments. Life is a series of changes. But in the bigger picture, it's also a series of changes uh, in our relationships, our marriages status, perhaps, uh-huh. uh, job status. Maybe we're switching careers. Maybe we're retiring early or later, whatever it is. Or, you know, kids leaving home because you're now an empty nester or coming back. The point is, life is always in a state of change. And we need, we really need, it's not just the luxury, we need to have those people in our lives that we can count on to talk through, to maybe get help, to get support, um, or else all of that becomes so much more difficult than it needs to be. I think that's such an excellent point. Um, And, you know, what I hear from clients, and, and so let me pose this to you, is how do I do this? You know, I'm at this sort of crossroads in my life. I'm a super duper character taker I've my kids are launching I'm I may or may not being taken care of my my parents I'm looking at retirement and you know my friends are at work uh how do I build my network and this is a question I hear you know what's the next step and how do I even do this and I'm wondering what your thoughts are Oh, well, first of all, that's an interesting question. How do I do this? I personally, almost every woman I know would never even ask herself that question because she just does. (laughs) I mean, I think that I could stand on a bus stop (laughs) here in New York City where I live and know the woman next to me's whole life story by the time the bus (laughs) arrives because that's just how we are. Um, and I'm, I'm personally very inquisitive. So I, you know, I, I meet new people along the way. I always like to know people's backstories because everybody's got a backstory, but the, 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 to get back to your question, I mean, you just invest your time. Don't take your relationships for granted. People mm-hmm. sometimes do, and you know, that can create issues, but really make the investment in the important people in your lives and uh, keep them, you know, feed those relationships, sustain them, maintain them. And, uh, you know, um, I really think that it's critical. It's critical to our, to our, our, you know, as we confront these sometimes, oh, like earth-shattering uh, changes. Like, let's say you're going through a divorce or you get fired. These, mm-hmm. these are huge. Mm-hmm. And if you can't call one of your best girlfriends or a cousin or, you know, fill in the blank, um, that's, that's tough. That makes it all a lot harder. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think women do do this just naturally. I just feel it's really the men you should be asking. How do you, the, it's <laughs> the men who ask, how do I struggle. do this? <laughs> right. What, what's the most challenging for you, Barbara, as you've aged and you know this material so well, um, 
And I'm, I'm wondering that there's, so, as you said, it's so easy for you to talk to people and to get to know their backstory. Is there one of these steps that is a little bit more challenging for you? Well, I think I feel I'm every woman. I really, really do. And um, in fact, I know it. I don't have any outstandingly different challenges than anybody else has. Like, And you mentioned quite a few already. For example, um, I am part of that sandwich generation. I do have an aging mother who uh, I have two youngish kids, meaning one is 23, one's 20. They're both still in college. Um, I have an aging mother who just fell recently, broke a hip, had emergency surgery. Oh, she lives 350 miles away, so I'm kind of going back and forth. These are real-life challenges that I have, you know, that I'm mixing in with all the other stuff that's going on in my life. Some excellent, wonderfully good, like the launch of my, of my current book and going on the book tour and you know, being interviewed, all wonderful and I'm enjoying every second of it because one of my favorite things to do is to speak to other women. And, uh, you know, and mixed in with, uh, with that and, and, you know, and maintaining uh, my relationship with my husband and making sure he gets the attention that he deserves and needs from me and my friends, as I just said. So in other words, in other words, to distill that answer, it's like really putting all of these different components, some of them very challenging and not so nice, uh, like my mother falling mm -hmm. combined with all these other good stuff and then everything in between. Like, how do you make it all work? Well, for me, what does work, you know, again, this is for me and I do believe I am every woman. So if it works for me, it'll probably work for everybody else. And that is to make sure I focus on myself that I don't let myself go, that I still mm -hmm. go out for my runs, that I still do my push-ups and my plank and my, my squat. But in other words, that I do take care of myself because I am getting older. And if I want to make sure I am there for everybody else in my life and I'm still engaged with life and mm -hmm. I still have the energy to, uh, you know, finish my next book and go on and do another book, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, mm -hmm. I need to make myself be number one. Now, that may sound selfish, but I'll tell you a quick story. For um, my first book, I had the pleasure of interviewing Diane von Furstenberg. And not only does she make a heck of a great wrap dress, <laughs> but she's also very wise. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, you know, Barbara, I love my kids. I love my husband. And oh my gosh, do I love my grandkids, but I love myself even more. And she said, does that sound selfish to you? Well, it shouldn't because it's smart. Because and she basically said the same thing I just said. She knows that if she doesn't take really good care of herself, she won't be able to be there for everybody else in her life. So that's the biggest challenge now to answer your question mm -hmm. that I have. And I feel that every other woman has because we do take care of the world. But women out there listening, you must take care of yourself. You must. Hello, Zestful Agers. A short intermission to thank you for the incredible amount of downloads. 
I love creating this podcast, and it's so satisfying to know that you are enjoying it too. Creating and hosting Zestful Aging has been a blast, but it does require a lot of time and resources to deliver a high-quality interview to you every week. So I've signed up with Patreon, which is kind of like Kickstarter, but for ongoing artistic projects. Unlike Kickstarter, the donations are recurrent and the amount is usually smaller. When you become a patron of Zestful Aging, you will receive special benefits like behind the scenes info, a place to communicate with other listeners as well as other patron-only bonuses. These funds will be used to make equipment upgrades, particularly for mobile interviewing, and to travel to interview guests, like to New York City to interview participants in the Diversity Fashion Show. I also need to hire a professional editor. So please go to patreon.com forward slash zestful aging and make a small but vital donation. Thank you for contributing to the ongoing success of zestful aging. And I can't wait to bring you more juicy, inspiring interviews. Now back to the show. Mm. You know, the word that uh, sort of goes through my mind as you've been talking, this theme is investment. What do you want to invest? You know, investing in yourself. You talked about investing in relationships. There's this very thoughtful, where do I want to put my energy? Because this is what's important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. And, you know, there's a, in my first book, uh, The Best of Everything After 50, I did talk a lot about shedding, um, decluttering your life, and I didn't mean just uh, things. Although, as we know, you know, decades of life can amass a great deal of things that you don't really need anymore. But more than that, also obligations, even people. There mm-hmm. might be people in your life mm-hmm. who are not bringing you joy. In fact, might be sucking the life and the fun right out of your life. And you need to rethink those relationships, either just kind of revise them uh, in some way so that it works better for you or actually, you know, shed that person completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, that's just, that's a, it's a big step, but it's often one that can bring a great deal of, um, you know, where you just feel better. About clarity, your life and, and clarity, and yeah. you're not you're not bogged down by negativity, really, which is what I'm talking about for the most part. What would you have told your younger self about aging? Oh, you know, it's so funny because I only really thought about aging when I turned fifty or was about to turn fifty, and then all of these questions flooded into my head, which caused me to write my first book. Um, and then somebody asked me on the radio recently, what made you decide to start focusing on, on aging? And the answer was, so, it's so simple to me, because I am aging. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I am. And you don't think about that. You don't think about aging when you're 40, 30, mm-hmm. 20. You don't. That's right. But, 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 really big but here. 
if I could go back in time, and I have really no regrets about anything, but except for a few things. Like, I do wish I had slapped on the sunscreen when I was very young and kept going at it. Um, I've already, already experienced uh, skin cancer mm-hmm. uh, and had uh, something called Mohs surgery. And, um, you know, this is a big concern that all of my old uh, bad habits will come back and haunt me. I mean, mm-hmm. again, I'm not different. Uh, skin cancer is on the rise with baby boomers and you know, people over 50 for this exact reason, because of our past sins, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I do wish I had really, uh, my younger self, I really just wish I had kind of uh, spent more time focusing on my bones, believe it or not. Uh, I know maybe that sounds strange to someone thinking about when they're 20s, but I've been training my own two daughters. You know, I'm on the board of uh, the National Osteoporosis Foundation, uh, DC-based, the leading organization in the country focusing on bone health and also their bone health ambassador. So I talk about this a great deal. Our bones peak in our 20s, meaning they're at their strongest in in our 20s. And then after that, they start to kind of get weaker and thinner with each passing year, quite frankly. And then after 40, even it, it, it becomes more rapid. Well, then after menopause, it mm. becomes very rapid. Mm-hmm. And that's when we start to be, become very, um, uh, you know, higher risk, at higher risk for osteoporosis or certainly bone loss. So the, the point of that is that I have, you know, really convinced my girls, my daughters to start thinking about that and do strength training exercises and the like. And I feel that had I done that, had someone told me or had I focused on that at a much younger age, then by the time I had hit 50 and had my first DEXA bone test, that uh, I wouldn't have seen bone loss, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which I did. And so, which caused me to become like a, you know, a a fanatic about it, you know, eating calcium rich foods, making sure my vitamin D levels are what they should be to Mm -hmm. absorb the calcium and doing weight bearing exercises. And the good news is now at 61, 11 years later, I have maintained my bone health Mm -hmm. by taking these very small steps. So those are the kinds of things. Um, But really my focus is on women who are over 45, who are starting to fear aging. And that's my real focus point. I don't want anyone to fear anything, number one. Number two, certainly not aging because we're all aging. No one is immune to aging. No one is not aging. Mm -hmm. We all are. You embrace it because it's just another part of that whole change. A series of changes I talked about early on. And, and uh, again, my favorite mantra is, and I, I say it a lot, is we can't control getting older, but we can control how we do it. And that's right. important. That's like when you think about that, that's a very freeing thought. Because, yeah, okay, I accept it. I'm, I'm getting older. Now what do I do to make sure I age successfully and... And this is my big goal in life, that I am mobile and independent for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. That's really the big kind of big picture goal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and the idea that we have so much control over Over how we More than we realize. 
more than yeah. we realize. I mean, I think a lot of us get overwhelmed, but also a lot of us say, oh, there's nothing I can do, or it's too late. And those are myths. Both of those are myths. Not, not true. Not true at all. And uh, where can people find you to learn more about you and, and your, your books, especially your brand new book? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a website and I do a lot of articles, barbarahannagrufferman.com. Okay. And I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Everything. I love to connect with women, especially on Facebook. I find that this age group really, uh, really, even though we're on everything, we're on Pinterest, everything. Mm-hmm. But I find that the real connections are made on Facebook. And so I love to connect with people on Facebook and have good chats and learn from them. They learn from me. I learn from them. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful, wonderful platform for that kind of exchange. And it is a way to build your network as we, you know, we started talking about the importance of feeling like people get you, you have a sense of belonging. Um, Those connections are so important. So I will certainly put those in the show notes and congratulations. I love the title of the book, the, The Small Step Solution, because people, you know, I think can get overwhelmed and mm-hmm. I, I love that you've broken this down. Right. And that's they, the subtitle. You know, Love Your Age yeah. is the title and uh, the Small Step Solution to a Better, Longer, Happier Life subtitle because that really is what I propose, that people don't get overwhelmed and they do nothing. Um, instead of exercise, for example, that can turn people off thinking, oh, no, I have to go to a gym or I have to have a traditional exercise program in place but no just moving standing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh on the phone instead of sitting walk around Mm -hmm. uh you know the old things like park your car further away so it's moving your body is really what i want people to think about and there are no magic amulets here right but if there was one the thing that's closest to it is moving your body Mm-hmm. And your body, I think, is made to move and it likes to move. Um, so I think that's that's just really good advice. Keep everything kind of warm and limber so it doesn't seize up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's true. That's a and good it's choice, image. too. The other thing is life's a series of changes. Of course, we know that. But also life is a series of choices. Little ones and very big ones, and everything in between. And if you view life that way, then you can start saying, well, okay, well, you know, do I go for that walk or run this morning, or do I hit the snooze button again? It's a choice. Yeah. And then you should start thinking about which one is going to make me feel good right away and also, you know, benefit me for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a, it's a really good way to think about it. Again, I just, uh, this word investment keeps coming up for me, you know, am I investing in my health or just the next few minutes of pleasure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. and it really makes a difference, you know, what we do now, I think you're saying, and it will play out in later years mm-hmm. um, with a sunscreen example. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I'm I'm really uh, grateful that you joined us this morning, and I wish you continued success on your book. 
Thank you so much. Very, very important. And people are really wanting to hear this information. Um, That's the feedback I'm getting. And so I appreciate you joining us. And um, we'll look for your book. And I will definitely send folks over to you. And I... uh, I'll look forward to seeing what else you do in your next project. Thank you so much, Nicole. I really appreciate your inviting me to be on your your podcast. It was great. Okay. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on Zestful Aging. I love to hear from my listeners, so send me an email at NicoleChristina.com and tell me what you'd like to hear more about. I would also greatly appreciate if you could hop on iTunes and rate the show. Ratings help other people find the podcast so I can share all these good juicy interviews with others. I would also invite you to become a patron of the Zestful Aging Podcast. Hop on over to patreon.com forward slash zestful aging, and consider making a small donation. You will be eligible for insider-only goodies and behind-the-scenes information, and it'll help you feel good knowing that you're contributing to the Zestful Aging podcast. I'll look forward to sharing more juicy interviews next week on Zestful Aging.